Why is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Let's talk about this week's show because it's a little okay. bit different. It's not, it but is. it is. Right. Um, I feel like we need to stress we are not a political show. We are not a political show. Which I don't know why somebody listening to us talk to a nude volleyball player would be like, mm, this is kind of, you're picking a side. Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Anything can be political. That's right? true. So. Um, but we spoke with Flat Earth Dave, which yes. let's just talk about how prescient his parents were when they named him. First right? off. I mean, who? Literally born, in, born into the job. Yes. Um, but he has a podcast and an app, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, promoting, if that's the right word, discussing um, his... Raising, yeah, raising awareness of his beliefs. And Correct. beliefs that, interestingly, he came to later not he's not 100 years old but in adulthood and you know um and it's it's an interesting conversation to learn how he he how his viewpoint changed from what he had always believed yes and the information he's sharing with the public um one of the things that was really interesting about our conversation with him is i he really was like hey just prove me wrong. Like just mm-hmm. have a listen. I, I, you know, I, he was very, he, he just was like, have a listen, check it out, watch the videos. He was open it to debate, open to debate, welcome debate and yes. freely admitted that he had one set of beliefs and then they changed. So he's very passionate. To yes. Him. Let's see here. You sending me a picture of cocktail napkins that say, when someone tells me I look familiar, I tell them I do porn. I mean, which I'm going to do. It totally shuts down the conversation. It really does. I can't believe I didn't buy those. But I feel like <laughs> if, I, if I'd purchased them, it would have stolen my thunder and I wouldn't be able to say mm. it at said cocktail party. Right. No, one does not want their thunder stolen. Um, me mentioning that the children now, when we bowl, put my name in a star child just as a given. I don't have to ask for it, which is which nice. Which makes me very happy. Yes. And I think it's a good time to welcome everyone back. If they have been gone, but we have, I don't know. Um, I don't know why you would go somewhere and not take us with you. I don't know. It's rude, frankly. It's actually very tacky. Yeah. But if for some reason that we cannot possibly comprehend, you have been away and not listening to the show, we have a lovely backlog of episodes for you to binge, if we may. Mm -hmm. And And we've got... Very exciting ones coming up. Yes, very much so. Um, but as some of our past ones, we have Sword Swallowers. We have uh, Hit Songwriters. Human Cannonballs. Human Cannonballs. You're right. I forgot about that already. Soapeners. Um, Soapmakers. Roadies. Uh, all sorts of things. Naked Volleyball. Air Card Safety Designers. And then I'm going to go back to July 4th just because we can. Um and because we can mention our good friend John Doe from X once again. Yes, because we like to mention him. We like to name drop. We do. This is why our right. hosts, Heidi Hedquist and Luke Poling. Last question. You yes. Let you go more. Um, in your reservation, you wrote, when I asked a question, is the earth flat round or not sure? You put not sure. I I believe it is round, but I am 
willing to entertain offers. All right. So so you yes. believe it's the globe, but you Correct. have an open mind. Yes. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. And, and I think that's sort of a good place to start our conversation. So how did you come to this belief? Well, What's your uh, origin story? Yeah, so at the same, we all have the same story where we uh, grew up believing that we lived on a spinning globe. Uh, we were told lots of things about the globe, never any facts or anything, just, hey, this uh, the globe is this size. Okay, how did they get that size? How do you get the radius of the earth? None of that was explained to us. And uh, when I was um, doing a, a, a podcast called Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole on other conspiracies, people started sending me flat earth stuff in the third year. And I was like, you're too stupid. You know, ban, <laughs> ban them for life for even suggesting that I look. And um, then I was forced to look. And I went in with a bad attitude. I went in, I'm just going to prove the globe and disprove flat earth and get rid of all these idiots. And uh, that was, you know, 2014, 2015. And here I am talking to you. So when you say belief, belief is the enemy. Excuse me. Belief is the enemy of knowing, right? Okay. Um, I, you know, you have beliefs about me. You believe my name is Dave. Do you know my name is Dave? You know, if I told you I lived in Connecticut, you'd believe I live in Connecticut. You don't know I live in Connecticut. All right. So we all go through life with beliefs, but do we ever verify? And when it's only when you try to verify the globe that you go, whoa, wait a minute, something is not wrong here. And and the other the other thing is when people think of um of the of the uh flat earth, they have a they have a misconception. They think this is what flat earthers think. No flat earther thinks this, right? We're not a disc floating in space with other round planets or other disc planets. Mm-hmm. When you understand that all of the your beliefs and what flat earth is, is not, they're not true. None of them are true. I can confidently say that. And your understanding of what the globe model is, is um, I, I can say this with 100% certainty is minuscule at best because if you had a half understanding what the globe model was you would never believe it you would never believe it i mean we're in this spiraling corkscrewing solar system gravitationally held together solar system the earth is spinning at the equator do you know what speed oh i do not all right that's right i got all these questions wrong perfect i was was gonna say not off the top of my (laughs) head a thousand miles an hour that's faster than the speed of sound okay imagine being on a merry-go-round that's traveling a thousand miles per hour you're sitting on the outside seat okay okay a thousand miles an hour you can't even fathom it because you've never even seen something go that fast and then we're chasing we're orbiting the sun at sixty-six thousand six hundred miles an hour we're chasing the sun at a half a million miles per hour Right. And just to put that in perspective, this is the hypersonic sled rocket sled track, right? It's going to go by a Mach 8.6. You can't even see it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have to believe, if you believe in heliocentrism, the, the globe model, that we're orbiting the sun 10 times faster than that. We're chasing the sun a hundred times faster than that. We're on a ball, a rock that has water on the outside, that has air on the outside of that, pressurized air adjacent to a void with no container, okay? You have to believe that, but when you go out into nature, we see stuff like this. Now, what does your common sense tell you? Forget about what your indoctrination education has told you. What does this tell you when you see water like this, right? It tells you that this is not moving, right? People go, well, wait a minute. I could drink a glass of water on an airplane. You know, yeah, at a 
at a, at a set speed in a straight line, you don't really feel the motion very much. But as soon as that plane starts to descend or turn, you feel it. Go in a car, drive any speed you want, one mile an hour, 100 miles an hour on a perfectly straight road. Then have somebody fill up a, a dinner plate with water, just a plate with water, and have that car speed up, slow down, or take the slightest turn. What's going to happen to that water? Heidi would drop it, certainly. Yeah. I would certainly drop it. Yeah, first, that's going everywhere. Absolutely. So, so just I w- I'm going to stop talking to get throw it back to you but that that's just the beginning of what I'm telling you right here none of the heliocentric model makes sense and it's all going to come to well why would they lie why would they lie right why would mm-hmm. they lie and that's mm-hmm. the biggest question of that's the best question because let's hit that at the end when we're coming up to the end ask me why Okay. Right. I want to know now. That was where I was going to go. It's a teaser, Heidi. Yeah, Work with I the man. Heidi, Heidi, that's really Don't intelligent of you to, to, <laughs> to want to know that now because when it, normally people go, well, what about sunsets? What about you know time zones? What about seasons? And then after all of those are knocked down, and I don't mean to knock them down because I'm like, I'm right, you're wrong. It's I'm knocking them down because they don't make any sense on the globe. You just believe that seasons happen because of the tilt of the earth, but you've never really looked into it you've never really thought about it you've never understood the difference between south and north um and once you once you understand all of that you look back this is the this is the same story with every flat earther we thought it was the dumbest thing ever we tried to debunk it we became flat earthers and the more we learn the more we look back and go how did i ever believe in the heliocentric model it is so like from my point of view I can't fathom how anyone believes it. However, I believed it back then. All right. Mm-hmm. So it's this indoctrination program that you got to give the, the ruling class or whatever, you know, the Rockefellers, the bankers that give us our textbooks, they get full credit in indoctrinating us into this, into this Narnia land. So before we go back to your, so I, there is a belief in wardrobes then. Okay. We'll take that. Wardrobes. Yes. Well, if we're talking Narnia, how else do you get there? <laughs> Stay with us, Dave. All right, all right. Now, the, the first slide you showed, you said that the Earth is not a flat disk surrounded by other planets or the planets yes. are flat. What are the other planets then in this, in this model? That's a great question. So anything that's above where we can reach or beyond how far south we can go is speculation, but okay. I, I can't tell you what the other stars and planets are, but I can tell you what they're not. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so first let, let's just look at what flat earth is. If it's not a disc floating in space, what is it? It's a pond. Okay. It's a basin, right? Where does water accumulate in the low spot in the basin? A puddle is surrounded by land that's higher than the puddle and it holds and the puddle doesn't run anywhere. And large bodies of water at rest lay flat A pond, a lake, bigger and bigger, they all are held in by the higher land. They tell us Antarctica is the highest land on Earth. Okay? They tell us Antarctica is the highest land on Earth. They also tell us Antarctica is a continent at the bottom of the ball. Well, that's not true. Okay? But when they, if you look at it, Antarctica is the shoreline that surrounds our world pond. All of the continents, islands are surrounded by water. But all of the water is surrounded by more land. So what's out here in the outer space? Whoa, outer space here on Earth. Okay. We don't know because no one's allowed to go beyond 60 degrees south unsupervised. Yes, you can go to this little island over here, this little peninsula, which is bigger than many countries, and it'll cost you 10 to 50, 80,000 dollars for three days. And um, they barely let you go anywhere. They never let you go out here. 
out to the outer lands. What's out here? So there could be many, many things um, out there. There, you know, we believe um, now, and and again, flat earthers don't know, but we know that we don't know. But there's many things that we don't know. But uh, the idea of more land is not a new concept. There's uh, many, many um, books and and stuff where. Um, explorers had gone beyond Antarctica in the early 1900s, late 1800s, and found uh, found more land. Right there's a, an old map that was found, um, I believe, it was found in Hawaii, um, an old Japanese map that showed all these other continents outside of Antarctica, outside of our shoreline, other continents. Right? Are there other continents out there? We want the right to explore. Right. Why is Antarctica off limits? Right. Because we have here's why Antarctica is off limits, because we have to protect the ice and the penguins. There's nothing else there except ice and penguins. But we can deforest the lungs of our world, the Amazon. We can do all sorts of crazy stuff inside here, but no one's allowed to go to the outer lands. So I guess what you're saying there is that we really should be more offended that we do not have any listeners in Antarctica. If we're just surrounded by well, Antarctica, we, we have we have two. I'll show you shortly. Oh, <laughs> uh, we listeners, we have two. We have two. Uh, we have two um, people that have my app in Antarctica. Bless you, Dave Perfect. and yes. Dave's apps people. But I also everything. For yes, we um. There's there's also we had and again hearsay speculation gathering information. We had an uh, a retired army guy that was um one of our fun flat earth. Flat Earther was doing some work at their house. The guy noticed his bumper sticker. They sparked up a conversation. He told him he worked. He, he was based in Antarctica for many years. And the guy was 94 years old. He, and he got really nervous about talking about what was going on in Antarctica. He goes, I have a, um, a, uh, a non-disclosure. I said, non-disclosure that I'm not allowed to talk about it until I'm 100 years old. Great. Okay. Wow. And, uh, and, and so. close. But he yeah. said they're asking about how many people were in Antarctica. And he said, I can't tell you. He goes, but I could tell you that there's cities of people that are not allowed to talk to the inner world. They're not allowed to communicate. Again, why? Like, I know you want to why, say that. Why the why? Okay, we're, we'll why? Get, let, let's, let's, <laughs> let's go to um, just real quick. Um, planets are programmed into your head by two people nasa and disney okay this is a picture of pluto okay look at this this desert whatever it is and why does it look like pluto why was pluto the dog and pluto the planet named in the same year okay and then you know then nasa shows us stuff like this okay this is and, and ne- never do they say this is a photo of a planet and they also admit they don't have any images they don't have any full images of earth Okay, they just they they call them images because an image or a picture is not a photograph, right? So, um, you know, and then they do funny stuff like this. This is uh, um, this was on one of the moons or somewhere. They showed us this, right? Why why is it look like Mickey Mouse? Why are Disney? Why are these guys um, intertwined so much, right? And you know, here is um, here's a flyby of Jupiter, right? A flyby of Jupiter, right? Look at all these clouds moving. Look at the the storm is spinning. Everything's changing. You know, Jupiter is a is a um, gassy planet, right? That's what they tell us. 
Jupiter, you know, and it's, it's changing. But in 2014, this is the famous picture. And in 2016, they go, oh, we, we filmed the Northern Lights, which proves it has a magnetic core. Well, look, none of the clouds changed. This is the same image. It's just a little darker. Okay. Catch somebody faking something once, something's wrong. <laughs> Catch them a hundred times and you're a fool if you keep believing them. So do flat earthers giggle when someone says Uranus? We all giggle when someone okay. says Okay. All right. Good. I just <laughs> wanted, again, bringing people yes. together, not a political yes. we, show. We, we're, on the, we're, we're all on the same page when someone okay. says Uranus. That's, that's okay. a good place right? to start then. That's yes, exactly. Start rebuilding. Yeah, yeah. Yes. There you go. Um, good. So when you, oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. No, no, no. Go you, ahead. no you, you had, you, you go. Go ahead, Luke. Well, so when you, was this a, a gradual kind of eroding of your perceived belief system? And it seems like this, did this send you down this path of questioning everything else in your life? Well, you know, I was already. Does milk really do a body good? Is Coke yeah. really it? You know. Oh, wow. Well, that the second one it was was off the table many years ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and uh, and if you want to talk about milk for a second, I believe that raw milk is good. High um, pasteurized milk is is literally poison, and it's it leaches the calcium out of your body. Just so you know, okay. Um, so. Was it sudden? Yeah, it was pretty sudden because I was trying to prove the globe and I started seeing um, images like, hey, you know, if the earth is a globe, globe, mm-hmm. and, you know, if my fingernail is a boat, as it goes away, it disappears over the horizon. Now, if I zoom in, you still can't see my fingernail, right? Because right? it's behind a physical horizon. Right. But then I saw all these videos and again, you know, where do you get your information, Dave? YouTube? YouTube is a depository, I call it a suppository sometimes, yeah. of nonsense sure. and, and real stuff. You got to sort it out like life. There's, there's assholes and there's good people. You got to sort it all out. So um, I started seeing all these videos of boats over the horizon and, and people zooming them back in into, um, into view. And I was like, wait a minute. And I went out and bought a $1,000 you know, super zoom camera. And I went down to the beach, sat at the shore, and I zoomed in on uh, people on a beach. And I zoomed in on a buoy that should have been under, like, dozens of feet of curvature. And there it was, right? And so a buoy that was 11 (laughs) miles away, I rounded down to 10. 10 miles is 66 feet of curvature. And I zoomed in on it. I'm like, that's impossible. And I said, wait a minute. The curvature formula is wrong. So I went to a debunking website, a flat earth debunking website, a notorious uh, flat earth debunking website. And they said, oh, no, it doesn't work that way. You don't have, you're not you here. More props than Gallagher. You're not Amen. here. Yeah, right. you're not here. And then it's down. You're, you're here and the thing's there. So it's only half the amount of curvature. Now, that's ridiculous. But flat earth is so obvious. I'll give it to them. Okay, there's only 33 feet of curvature. I'm sitting on the shore of the water, a couple of feet off the ground, and I'm zooming in on a buoy. It should be under 33 feet or six, it, really 66 feet. Um, and I still see it. So what's going on there? So I'll give you one quick example. Okay. Also, when you look into the distance, you know, go out on a, a cumulus cloud day, if you could ever find one, and the clouds are all sitting there on a deck. And the ones over your head, five, 10,000 feet, whatever they are, but the ones 20, 30 miles away, they look like they're touching the horizon. Now that's just due to perspective. Things just come together, right? right? But if you could zoom in, like where this is the sky and this is the ground, if you could zoom in, you can open that up and then you could see farther. It's our, the, 
our, our eyes only have a certain angular view. And once that angle gets too small, we just see it as one. Everything merges into the vanishing point. So here we have a horizon. There's no boat out here. So here's the sky meets the horizon. And as I zoom in, I'm increasing the angular size of what I'm seeing. And all of a sudden you go, oh, look, there's a boat. Okay. There's a boat, right? And so now when I zoom out, it'll be the same as this boat going away. And this boat's going to disappear from the bottom up because of these little waves in the foreground, right? These little waves that aren't getting smaller because they're in the foreground, the boat's getting smaller and it disappears. Now, a glober would say that's over the curve. It's not over the curve. A boater would say, well, it's refracting and it's stopping at eye level. Once you start looking at that argument, it's the dumbest thing ever. So I use my face as a prop, right? Rather than get another prop because I don't want to be accused of having too many props. No, there's no such thing as too many. <laughs> yeah. Ever. So if my finger was a wave, my face was a mountain, a boat, a, a skyline, whatever, my finger can't cover my face, right? Mm-hmm. But if that wave, my finger was a wave and it was closer to you, it cuts off almost all of it. And so that's why things disappear from the bottom up because things in the foreground and, and yes, on calmer, clear days, you can see farther. So that proves that our horizon is an optical horizon, right? So here's another one. And it's a little different. This one is a spot in Illusion, France. We're looking at a Mount Canigou, 175 miles away. According to Globe Math, from that altitude of that viewing spot, the top of Mount Canigou at that distance should be over a half a mile, more than a half a mile below the Earth curvature. And guess what? You can't see it. But you don't see the light that's bouncing off of me right now. No, you don't. I got that wrong. You don't see me. You see the light that's bouncing off me. Prove it by turning off all the lights. You don't see me. So the light that's bouncing off of me, it has a brightness to it. The light that is shining on me is brighter. We can all know that, right? Because the light, you know, the light is brighter, bounces off me, and you see it. Do you see it? So the light that's bouncing off of Mount Canigou doesn't have the power to push 175 miles through the thickest part of the Earth's atmosphere. However, the sun, the brightest object that we know, is in the sky. And as it starts moving away, only two times a year, because the sun migrates in between the tropics and it lines up with Mount Canigou twice a year, all of a sudden it backlights Mount Canigou. And you can see it. Now, the global argument is that the mountain and the sun have already set. They're already over the curve and they're refracting up, stopping at eye level. Okay. Or it's a mirage. That look like a mirage. <laughs> okay. Not a mirage, not refracting up. And here, here, this blows the refracting story away. We know how far this is because it's not a boat. We know it's 9.4 miles away. The camera's one foot off the ground. The horizon, according to Globe Mass, should be under two miles away. 1.22 miles away, I believe. Okay? We'll call it two miles. After two miles, that camera should not be able to see the surface of the water anymore because it's behind the curve. Not only can we see the water all the way to the rig, where there should be 59 feet of curvature, we can see the water for dozens of miles beyond it. Okay? Large bodies of water at rest lay flat, scientifically testable, repeatable, provably flat. How many segments of flat water do you need to make a sphere? It's a rhetorical question. Okay, right. good, like good. I was, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank that's you. A close one. That's that's the other thing. And, and then can I let's go, let's go to the stars for a minute, the sun and the stars. So I'm gonna do a little bit of math. This is really easy math. It's not 
crazy calculations. I went that, to art school, so let's okay. talk about yeah. easy math. Let's yeah, yeah. No, this is okay. going to be. It's about perspective and okay. angular size. So. Um, I, I got to find the formula. If anyone knows the formula, please comment you know, and send it to me. It's um, you take the angular size. So if I'm holding a penny, it's angular size. You know, at a right in front of my face, it's angular size is like a um, I don't know, whatever the angular size is. But you take the width of a penny mm-hmm. and you multiply it times I don't know twenty thousand or whatever. At that distance, you can't see it anymore because it's angular size. It gets too small, right? Something goes, it goes, and then it disappears. And you can zoom in and bring it back, of course, if you have optics. But um, the angular size below 0.02 degrees, okay? So 360 degrees around you, 0.02 degrees, you can't see. I can hold a a human hair right here. You'd see it. But over here, you might not see it because its angular size gets too small, okay? So the sun, right? So the sun, they tell us, is 93 million miles away. We won't even get into how they came up with that because it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, And... If the sun in the heliocentric system was a yoga ball, how big would you make the earth in that model? Like the size of a marble or BB? Pretty small, mm-hmm. right? They tell us the yeah. sun's 100, woo, the sun is 186,000 <laughs> miles wide. And yet That's, it is only a medium-sized star. Well, it's only a medium-sized star. Yeah, 186,000 miles wide. Right, and it's also 400 times farther than the moon and 400 times bigger than the moon. That's why they look like they're the same size. Cool. Cool story, bro. Okay. So, so just remember that for that for next. Okay. So if I had the sun and let's say you went out at noon today and I moved the sun a mile um, over your head, 12 noon, it's directly above you. And the surface of the sun is just a mile above your head. It would fill the entire sky for your point of view, right? Just for demonstration purposes. I move it 93 million miles away, right? Here we go. We're 93 million miles away. The sun goes from from this to the size of a coin held at arm's length, right? Just like mm-hmm. we see it. It's like the size of a nickel, a quarter, or a dime, whatever. Whatever. That depends on how long your arms are. Okay? So it reduced from the entire sky to that tiny size. What if I doubled the distance? How much smaller would it get? Now, there's two answers. One, so small you couldn't see it. The other one is half that size. Now, I don't agree with that because it went from infinite like everything to the size of a coin why would it only half the size double the distance but if we went with half the size fine if we doubled that again so it's four times farther you think you could see it Mm-mm. if we double that again so it's eight times farther you think you could see it absolutely not we cannot scientifically prove that the angular size is too small ignoring the light issue the the brightness issue which is a whole nother thing so at eight times the distance, you know what a light year is? The distance light travels in a year. That's how they measure things in space because it's so big, so cool, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's only a light hour. Eight times the distance of our sun. They, they tell us our sun is about eight light minutes away. Eight times eight, 64. We'll call it a light hour. At a light hour, we can't see the sun. Now, how can I prove that to you? I can't move the sun eight times farther away. But let's take something else that they tell us. Polaris. You know what Polaris is? The North Star. Mm-hmm. You ever see it? You ever spot it? Maybe, maybe not. If you, go, if, you go look, if you go look at the Big Dipper and follow the end of the cup of the Big Dipper and extend the line out, it's a pretty bright star off of there. And that's the North Star, and it never moves. It's always in the same spot in the sky. Always, day and night. It never moves. Okay? They tell us it's 48 times bigger than our sun. All right? So how do we make it the same size 
of the sun. That's sun at a light hour. We can't see it. So if I put this bigger ball, 48 times bigger, 48 times farther, then it would be the same size. And I, st- I couldn't see it. You with me? I think. Okay. Well, th- just, just remember, our moon, our sun is 400 times bigger than the moon. Okay. And it's 400 times farther. And they both look like they're the same size. So that's the story they tell us. They, they want their cake and they're going to eat it too. Well, I'm going to serve them some cake right now. Okay. Right. So Polaris is 48 times bigger than our sun. Well, let's make it 48 times farther than the sun at one light hour where we can't see it. And that would prove that we can't see Polaris because I made it equally as far, you know, 48 in ratio. It's far. So the sizes would be the same and the size is too small to see. That's two light days away, 48 hours, two light days. At two light days away, you can't see Polaris. Now, I'm going to give you a multiple choice. How far do they tell us Polaris is? Two light days, two light weeks, two light years, or 433 light years? The last one. Yeah. I'm going to guess, (laughs) I think I'm going to say C, Dave. The last one. 433 light years. Okay. So at this point, Actually, I saw it happen. I saw it happen with you, Heidi. Your brain melted a little bit. Like this is too big. This is too much. Because this is what the, the, they this is what they did to us in school. They taught us to memorize and regurgitate. They didn't teach us to think. They told us that we only use ten percent of our brain. Mm-hmm. Right? That's ridiculous. That's so, the goal of school. So we've got these these scientists that have been telling us one thing. Who? Well, like the, um, the the ones that we've all learned from for years and years and years, right? And now we have the scientists you've been talking to tell us this thing. So how do we know which scientists are the real scientists? Well, the, the scientists that you're saying, these are the, the scientists that the Rockefellers, you know, um, picked, you know, to, to right. brainwash you. Okay. Right. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, which, how do, because you're going to have years and years of the Rockefellers or whomever, years of history of people believing what they've chosen so, to believe. So, so that how do you truly differentiate between? Because we hold their feet to the fire. For example, you might be thinking, well, Albert Einstein, he's, he's pretty good. He's smart. Albert Einstein was a pawn. But one of the things Albert said is I've come to the belief that the motion of the earth cannot be detected by any optical experiment. Okay. That's what Albert Einstein said. Right. And then, um, Here's one. This is uh, George Ellis. Uh, he's a famous physicist, right? But you're not going to learn about him in school. I can construct for you a spherically symmetrical universe with Earth at its center, and you cannot disprove it based on observations. You can only exclude it on philosophical grounds. Does that sound like science, philosophical grounds? <laughs> in my view, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. What I want to bring to the open is the fact that we are using philosophical criteria in choosing our models that we teach everybody. Okay. Does that sound like science? What, um, I think it was him <clears throat> that also said, he goes that the earth is at the center, but we have to avoid that realization at all costs because it ruins everything. It ruins the big bang. It ruins everything. Right. Because if we find out that we're at the center. That means we're in a special place. That means that maybe this place is intelligently designed. That means that maybe every single thing that they told us about who we are, where we are, 
what we are, our history, is an absolute and total lie. I'm comedian David Race in Los Angeles. I host a celebrity-filled paranormal talk show like no other. Monstrosity has great guests answering weird questions. You won't believe the combo of celebrities and paranormal experts who've been on this show. I guarantee you'll like Monstrosity, or you get your time back. Go to monstrositypodcast.com right now and take a look. So you're, there was a, a info sheet that got sent over uh, prior to our conversation to look over. And I don't want to go too deep into it because it, it goes on a bunch of different things. But one of them is that there are, I think, 400 references to the flat earth in the Bible. And you mentioned the Rockefellers being part of this conspiracy. Is this like a Flintstones thing where the Rockefellers always, is it like Mr. Slightly? Was he working for them? Like, how does... You know, there, there's a, a Flintstone episode where they're like, they're talking about the earth is flat. Goes, yeah, everyone knows the earth is flat. And they kind of make fun of it. There's so many, um, so many clips like that. So, so I, I see where you're going with that joke. But the truth is, we're, we're, um, we're funny people, by the way. We love, we love it because the heliocentric model is the dumbest thing ever. And once you see it, I mean, it's endless humor. It's endless humor. One thing that flat earthers all have in common we are never bored because there's so much. To I this can realm. tell. Yeah. You're... yeah. yeah there's so much to this world that's going on. And, uh, and, you know, just the fact that um, without getting too, uh, you know, in dangerous areas with uh, YouTube, do you believe that the elite are out for our best, for our benefit, you know, that the, the governments are here for the benefit of the common people? <laughs> maybe a few, maybe well, a few well, people are trying. The, yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. a few people are trying. Well, the fact that they hide this information, you can look up the Loch Ness monster, Bigfoot, you know, you know, all dinosaurs again, another rabbit hole. Right, um, right. But flat Earth, they the, every single flat Earth video, including yours, will have a, a disclaimer on it. The flat Earth model is an archaic model that's been debunked, but they never tell you how it's been debunked. Okay, and then the trolls also. They there's literally trolls assigned to me that find my videos. Like if you put up the video and didn't tell me, the troll would comment on it before I even found it. I was like, I want to hire these guys to like find all my videos. Right? <laughs> I mean, because, and, um, and they're on there, but these trolls will say, you know, Dave's a scammer. He's trying to steal $3 from you for his app. And, but they'll also never offer a globe proof. They'll say all of the stuff, anti-flat earth, but they never offer a single globe proof. As a matter of fact, I'm offering three Bitcoins for one globe proof. One, just one proof. We live on a globe. Well, let's get to this. You have an app. What yeah. does this app do? Play music? It, it, it does not play music. Okay. The Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. You can see it right here. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll go over just a couple basics. And then um, every day, and this is, it's a $3 app. And then there's a subscription, which you don't need unless you want to communicate with other Flat Earthers. Okay. All right. So there's a, um, there's a daily video every day. And what I tell people is, if you think this is stupid, watch the daily video every day for two weeks. At the end of that two weeks, if you think, that the earth is a globe, send me one proof. Before you do, you got to hit the frequently asked questions button. And when you do, um, up will come all of the questions that you want. Like, hey, what about eclipses? What about ships over the horizon? Why right? don't Chinese people fall if, off the earth? If I, hit, right. if I hit ships over the horizon, well, do you fall off a lake? If you got to the end of a lake, would you fall off? 
Fun okay. Too much I've been drinking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't you don't fall off. You can fall down. True. But, um, or in. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, what about mm-hmm. gravity? All of those videos I just showed you are hidden um, by YouTube. They won't let you see those videos. They're there, but if you search for them even by name, they won't show up. So, what I tell people is, go watch these videos and then do what I did. Go out in the into the world. Leave your home and verify this stuff yourself. We can see too far. Okay. We, we live on, a, on a, a rock surrounded by water, surrounded by air adjacent to a void. That's scientifically impossible Narnia nonsense, okay? Scientifically impossible. The closest star, right? We're taught, if you think that we're the only life in our immense universe, you're egocentric. You're, you know, and we're all like, you know, that doesn't make sense. There probably is other life out there. I mean, probably more intelligent than us. That's what they want us to believe. That's that what I'd the, hope, to be honest. That, let's well, yeah. actually, we're going to, let's, let's get into that. Um, Actually, it's way, way better than that um, because that dilutes us. That dilutes us, makes us a random accident flying in the middle of, uh, uh, middle of nowhere. But what if the earth was set up like this? Okay. These are, these are all images in the app. So we talked about Antarctica, you know, being the land that surrounds us. But what's out here? What if we went and the earth looked like, like this? What if we lived here? And this ring around us is Antarctica, a couple thousand miles wide. It's what yeah, it's, it's huge. Yeah. And then out here is more land. What's another word for more? Extra. Yeah. Extra. And what's another word for land? Terra. 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 <laughs> territory. <laughs> yes. So if somebody lived out here, what might you consider them? An extra, extra terrestrial. Oh, and if God. they came to visit us just a few thousand miles away, 10, 20, 50, 100,000 miles, whatever it is, a reasonable distance, they'd be an extraterrestrial from outer space, the outer space. Mm-hmm. What's out here beyond this wall? Okay. So if we, if we go back further, well, maybe there's another ring. Maybe it's set up like this. But maybe beyond that, beyond these puddles, we have a world that's like this, right? We live here, and then these are other ponds that have their own suns, right? And these are other worlds all here on Earth, okay? 178 of them on this map. Now, I'm not claiming this map is real. I'm not claiming it's fake. I'm claiming it's physically possible, okay? And how about this? Do you know what you call a piece of a plane, right? We have a plane. If we live on a plane and you take a piece of it, it's called the planet. Okay. A piece of the plane. These are the other planets that oh. surround us. And they're in the outer space. Mm-hmm. Okay. It goes much deeper than this. In the, in the app also, there's um, a books section. And uh, there's great kids. There's these new kids books, mind-blowing stuff. Um, there's, uh, I don't know if I'd want to do that to a 10-year-old. Uh, absolutely. Don't go to a 10-year-old and tell me Earth is flat because his mind, will, his head will explode because of all the well, programming. Exactly. Right, yeah. right, right. But um, the, the map I just showed you is called The Navigator Who, um, the Navigator who uh, Crossed the Ice Wall. A great book. And also, there's another one called The Iron Republic about a politician in the late 1800s that left New York, went to Antarctica, went through, got to the extra land, found a city, Ended up meeting, uh, you know, advanced civilization, floating cars, flat screens, a whole different type of government. And lived there for years. Um, He even got married there. And then his wife died and he came back and he told the story here. Now, that was written up in Florida Magazine in a series of articles 
you can't find a single copy of that magazine anywhere. It's been completely removed, right? Mm -hmm. You can find one PDF of one issue, right? But the entire thing's moved. Now, with, with the, the internet, with eBay, with auctions and this and that, you can find anything. You want the first issue of Playboy. You want the, you know, the seventh issue of National Geographic. You want, you know, the, every, everything's out there. Not a single copy of Florida Magazine can you find that has this in it. So they want that. They, they hid that um, for a good reason. So there we go. Well, Dave, I am. I I need to lay down. I think yes, yes. at the very <laughs> least. Well, so here here's what I tell people. Again, yes. you you're like a guy coming out of the desert, and you're saying I'm thirsty, and I hit you with a fire hose. Okay, right. it's like yes. you're gonna turn away. I, I, and so what I tell people is, get the app. It's three dollars, and ignore the subscription. Ignore the subscription. Okay. Although you're I want a really you really poor I, job selling this thing. I, well, no, it's <laughs> because I, because because you're not ready for the subscription. I'll, I'll, I'll explain yes. that. What, yeah. I'll explain that to you in a moment. But um, and this every morning when you get up and you're having your coffee, hit that daily video. There's short videos usually. Watch that video and go, hey, that was really good, or uh, that one I don't know about that one, you know. And then just watch mm-hmm. it each day. And what will happen is, um, after you finish that video. The next video that comes up will not be a Google suggestion of an anti-flat earth video of a propaganda video. You Google flat earth, you might as well just live with the ball because you're going to find garbage. And then you'll watch that. And then you watch that. And the next day you watch another video. And then a couple of days later, you'll send me an email going, Dave, I haven't slept in two days. <laughs> you know, I hit the archive button and I've been going back. I'm, I'm three months back already and, and I can't quit. And then, then you'll see. And then everything changes. So why the lie? Let's talk about why the lie. But real quick. On the app, I have a friend finder. This is what you need the subscription for. You can see this, but if you want to tap on a dot and uh, and send somebody a message, um, you can do that. And you and people are using it as a, a job to find a job, to find friends, and to find uh, they're using it as a dating app because every dot mm-hmm. on here is a awake, aware, a, an amazing person, yeah. right? And yeah. there's and they're everywhere. If we if we look, you know, take a little farther out view. Um, here comes. Come so on. you can find someone else who's down to flat earth. Yeah, yeah. So look, here's the UK. Yeah. Look at the look at the UK. It's Blimey. crazy. Yeah. Right. And then just the USA is insane. Right. Um, people everywhere. And this is just the beginning. Just the beginning. But as I was saying earlier, if we go down to Antarctica, where's my butt? Here he is at Casey Casey Station. This okay. guy, this guy is at, at Casey Station. And then there's another guy that's way out in the middle of nowhere. Um well, so I mean, hopefully yeah. he's. Those two guys have connected and found a match and are happy <laughs> together. I think. I think. Yeah. I think anybody that that's there is like not publicly letting themselves, letting people know that they're uh, that they're. But but actually, you know, there's people that on the app are like, oh my god, my next door neighbor is a flat earther, and then they'll message each other, and now you have new friends. New. It's an amazing, amazing. Um, thing and it's also getting a huge upgrade the, the the messaging right now is a little slow it's going to be on fire in about two weeks i'm launching it it's going to be amazing so awesome. that's perfect timing yeah yes. so well, so Dave, right, thank so, you so wait, much wait, 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 yes. why okay. the lie why the lie okay they're hiding more land they're hiding the fact that we are at the center of creation they're hiding the fact that we're special. They're hiding the fact that our thoughts create our reality. They don't want us to know that. They're hiding the fact that nobody has control over you other than in your imagination. They're controlling us with limited information, limited to where we can go. We're in a prison. We're working in a slave system where we don't see the bars and we don't see the, we don't see the system we're working in. Um, 
they're they're taking technology that we'll never see. We're paying for all their technology, right? There's cars, flying vehicles that don't need fuel because they pull the energy right out of the air. They just pull it out of the air. There's wireless charging, wireless everything. What, so what if this. what if you never needed to fuel your car? You never needed to. You can crank your air conditioner down to 50 degrees Fahrenheit all oh summer God, long. And you can crank the heat up high in the winter. Yes. And it's 100% carbon neutral, right? The, the whole carbon thing is another nonsensical thing. But all of that is for free. Do you think that would make a difference? Mm-hmm. Right? What if we had airships again, like they did in the 1800s and before, and we could travel beyond our pond? Hey, let's go on an airship for a couple of years and go visit some other worlds, right? They don't want that. They don't want to allow us to go explore. They don't want to give you that time off. Let's be they honest. Don't, they don't. They need us in their yeah. slave system, making yeah. things for them, serving for them. You know, most, you know, a large percentage of people's jobs are just meaningless jobs to keep them, um, keep them in the system. Right. And, and it's not just the things that we make. And a lot of people, well, you know, I do financial stuff. I do that. You know, there's there, there, this is a spiritual energetic war. And that's what people like, they, they, don't, they don't even believe that. So then therefore you can't, they can't see it, but they're literally using our energy. We are in the matrix. Remember the movie, the matrix, go watch it again. The, I helio- did last week, Dave. the heliocentric <laughs> system is the matrix. It's a prison for your mind. It limits your thoughts because you can't extend them. You mm-hmm. think that you only use 10% of your brain. You, you think that, um, you know, that we're, you're going to get sick and you have to be on drugs, right? The, 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 the big pharma has a, a, a set goal to have every kid by age 11 on three lifelong medications. This is ridiculous. Okay. I take zero medications, zero. Right. And there's so many cures for all, you know, all these different names that give all these diseases. They're all just toxicity. They're all just toxicity, toxic thoughts, toxic body, right? And so they don't want us to know these things, right? And we're in the middle, I don't know if you guys are aware, something called the Great Reset. It happens every 100 and some odd years, less than 200 in my opinion, and it's happening right now. And if people don't pull their heads out of their backsides and figure out who they are and the power that they have, um, we're going into some dark ages. So that's why I'm doing this. And it's a lot of fun. And I challenge I, yeah. anybody to, to to take my Bitcoins, please. Listen, I would I would subscribe to the, the Great Reset if only we don't have to see the escapades again. But, you yeah. know, <laughs> um, this is fascinating. Yes, it is. I, I, I am truly exhausted. There's I don't know how you process. keep up this schedule, Dave. This is a lot. But thank you very much for your time. Yes. And, you got it. And and hopefully someone can find love on your app. Oh, there, there's people already having babies on my app. It's amazing. It's it's amazing. Um, just watch the daily video. Go to and and by the way, there's a mm-hmm. knockoff version of the app that the that the controllers, the you know, the flat earth society people, which is not flat earth, um, that had stole my app, stole the same name, oh. stole everything, but it's apps horrible. All right. And people send me emails, your app doesn't do this. I'm like, it's not my app. Uh, flatearthdave.com. My app is there. Make sure you get the right one. Flatearthdave.com. To see all the videos that Dave talked about, to download his app, to listen to his podcast, and so much more, check out his website, flatearthdave.com, or you can go to theflatearthpodcast.com. 
You can check us out on all the various socials. Be sure to visit our website and don't forget to leave us a review. Today's show is produced by myself and Heidi Hegquist. Our reluctant producers are John Sauvet and Sandy Stone. Our willing producers are Rachel Allen and Randy Jeanette. Our intern is Zach Jackson. This one's for Philippe. Thanks for joining us. Flash, we're coming home. Nigel, is that you? Are you here, Nigel?